The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Paterotica Podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. And I'm Danny. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, guys. You know, it took us about wow. 15 minutes to figure out Just how to open that. it. Wow. Just great. that low energy, creepy opener. Worth it. <laughs> one, of the, one of the dogs said I should use the pansy voice, so I whispered it, but I don't think it, it was clear. It sounded like you're sort of like you your Dobby, like, you sound like a Luna, troll. pansy hybrid. And I'm Danny. Anyway. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, not like creature. Really, That's really your creature voice. Going out with a bang. Because this, this is the finale. 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 Spelled F A N A L. Why? Anally. Ah, I see. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Didn't know where you are going with that. Um, should we do a couple quick reminders? Yeah, yes. let's. Events. September 15th in Washington, D.C., Stephanie is organizing the first cross-continent meetup. So check the Facebook page for more details there. We uh, are so excited to hear how this goes. We want photos. We want drunk dials to the voicemail. Mm-hmm. We want, but not the blotter. That's the only thing. We don't want to see you guys in the blotter. Yes. With the... With a sign. Keep it. You know, and ask a band. <laughs> if you get sign. arrested, we have nothing to do with nothing that. Nothing yeah. to do with it whatsoever. And then August 11th, I'll be in Dallas for LeakyCon. I'm so excited with just a great panel, Potterless, um, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, and a bunch of other ones, Fanatical Fix. So if you're in the Dallas area, check us out. If not, um, I'm sure I will be live Instagramming the entire thing and not living in the moment at all. Um, <laughs> and then stay tuned to the end because we have two more Potterotic songs. Woo! They're really good. So uh, one is by Paige, and she decided to remake uh, New Light by John Mayer, and it's from Neville's perspective about what's happening in uh, kind of mid-season, season seven. Oh, fun. It's really funny. That. So then we have a second song uh, by Leslie, and it is a song about Plughorn to the <laughs> tune of Torn by Natalie <gasps> Imbruglia. What a classic song. Mm-hmm. Leslie, Leslie's a longtime listener, first-time singer. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Correct. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. So then one final thing before we get into the Pensieve is uh, after this season, season seven, we're going to go on a little bit of a break. I think we have like a five-week break that we're going to take before we launch season eight. But if you're a dong, you're going to get a four-part quickie that we are going to be reading the story written by uh, Laura Bell from Vice called Gin and Juice. So we are going to be uh, putting that up in our Patreon. I believe there may also be another special story written by Danny's boyfriend's dad as well. So if you're a dong, you're going to get a bunch of special content. So if you want to get in on that, you can just join our Patreon um, by searching Paterotica in the search box. Mm -hmm. And then otherwise, we will be back and fresh, ready to go with our Grindel Dong story for season eight. Yep. Which I am so excited for. We've gotten some great stories. It's I cannot wait. So let's get back to season seven. And I would like to personally (laughs) just get trampled in front of the Hogwarts Express of guilt and shame, which is, I saw on uh, our Potterotics that Pom de Plume, the author of this season, had left a very nice note just saying, hey, clarifying why some people might be confused about, you know, last week there was the time lapse before Harry and Neville got together. We kind of missed, like, that they <laughs> coupled up. Yeah. So You're I shocked. thought, oh, that's what a weird post. Um, I've never made a mistake in my entire life. <laughs> I guess this is a first. Oops. And so what happened was this story that we've been reading all season is a collection of stories that Palm de Plume wrote. And almost all of the stories were one chapter. And so I, like Ron prepping for a test, quickly <laughs> captured all the stories and put them in. But what I didn't realize <laughs> is that two of the stories were actually two chapters. Wow. <laughs> Shocker. And so when we had gone from the sixth story to the seventh story and the seventh story to the eighth story, we missed huge chunks of story. Yeah. And I am so sad because they were really incredible. And so what I'm going to do now is recap them, but then we'll post the full story and call it the specific chapters that we missed on the Potterotics. We've gotten a couple of notices of this as well, that in season two... <laughs> Oh, season two. We, oh, God. We flipped two chapters entirely. That wasn't our fault. 
Remember? Uh, but I'm just saying we weren't being <laughs> reckless. It was a, oh, a, yeah, mis- yeah, yeah. a misunderstanding. This time we were being reckless. Last time was... We were not. Yeah, last time... Last time was literally an honest mistake. <laughs> yeah. It was an honest... Uh, twist. Yeah. The version we got sent was not reordered when it was put back up on archive of our own. Yes. Okay, anyway. So we're going to go really, really deep into the Pensieve, and I will fill you in on what happened just because it was so good. So this was um, the first <laughs> thing that... The first whole story that we missed was in between when Ginny and Harry had boned, and when Luna and Ginny were on their birthday date on the River Thames. Yeah, okay. So Ginny left off saying, oh, the boy was defeated by his own heart. Remember, we all got tingles, and they said there's, that, you know, we got to be more romantic together. So basically, after that, Ginny is at Harry's flat alone. She has Luna over at one point, and Harry (gasps) gets kind of weird. He sleeps on the couch. (gasps) But they're fully dating, and and she's there. So he doesn't like Ginny and Luna dating. Likes it. He likes, likes it. it. He just is like a little uncomfortable. Okay. It's still okay. new for him. And so. He just maybe doesn't know his like role in it maybe. Yeah. Right. Also three people to a bed is, it's tight, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, Harry's a sweaty person. <laughs> so anyway, so Ginny's home alone. She's touching herself and. This is post Eros. This is post Eros. Yeah. Yep. And so she's bought the toy that she saw in the Eros catalog. And so um, Harry comes home. And it's just like, hey, I'm so tired. Like, at some point, this will end from work. He's been working a mm. lot. And Ginny says, that's fine. So Harry goes to sleep, and Ginny starts touching herself. They have an open bed policy. When the mood strikes, go for it. Don't let me stop you. And Oh, like, masturbate all you want. Like, right, it's a solo activity anyway. You don't need me. What's the – so? Right. sure. So she's touching herself. Harry wakes up. They're each touching themselves. And then Ginny – says, hey, I've actually been thinking about touching you differently. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And she says, well, what about a little anal play? And he is open to it, surprising. Not surprisingly, yeah. but he's, mm-hmm. he's gung-ho. So, gung-ho. Uh, he, is, he is gung-ho. <laughs> so quick lubricating potion out of the nightstand, a finger here, a finger there. And Harry is realizing that he is really into it. So Ginny then says, well, hey, you were so into my fingers. What about this toy that I bought? And uh, my favorite part is that Harry says, how long have you had that? Because if it's more than a couple days, I'm going to be mad at you. Like she's been holding back and he's all for it. Anyway, he says, we're going to try this later. Harry and Ginny then does it. (laughs) This is is word for word. (laughs) I think we're going word for word right now. I've never. I'm like, I'm this like, is not a summer. This I is was, not a summer. I was like told that I wasn't allowed to summer. I'm like looking at what you have written and how many scrolls you have left, and I have an anxiety attack. I'm almost done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Are you sure? Because you're only one third down the page. This is what I would have said. <laughs> Harry and Ginny decided to use the toy. Harry liked it. <laughs> Next. It's all good stuff. We're just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Allie's eyes are just I was like, <laughs> crying into themselves. Okay, ready? Ready. Harry and Ginny, they go to visit family. Finally, they're back home alone. They finally have sex. Harry gets fucked by Ginny. She is the girl who topped. Great. We like missed half. The, like the whole story is called The Boy Who Lived and The Girl Who Topped. And, and we were going to almost miss The Girl Who topped. topped. So anyway, Ginny says, hey. By the way, when we first talked about this story and Ginny was the girl who topped, I had no idea that topped meant what it does in this story. I was thinking that she like rode him cowgirl. Just the girl who sat on top. <laughs> we were like, the girl? I thought it was the girl who sat on top. <laughs> hey, The learn, girl who got on the top bunk. That's the whole day. point. Um. So then Jenny says, hey, you should invite Neville over. Oh, same night? No. After they talk. Oh, sure. Yep. So not that night. So then <laughs> the other story that we missed was this last one. And this is how Neville, we were questioning how did Neville get into the relationship. Oh, right. They invite Neville over for dinner. We and missed, dessert. And dessert. We missed a scene where Ginny is masturbating with the golden snitch. So don't miss Whoa, that one. That sounds oh, amazing. So they're at dinner and... Ginny is talking to Neville about what she has with Luna and says, well, wouldn't you ever want that? He's like, well, actually, yes. Harry and Neville kiss. Later, Hannah and Neville go on the date, and she's, like, totally chill that he's in the thruple. Oh, Hannah. So she's kind of still dating Neville. Yeah. Then there's a great threesome where there is real dongs, fake dongs, non-dongs, tongues between Harry, Neville, and Ginny. Okay. Okay, so somewhere between less detail and more detail. (laughs) 
I'm going to leave out. Now I'm going to panic and leave out. Full name. I'm, gonna just, I'm not going to reference any characters. I want you to just I'm name all the body parts, but not the people. Dogs, more dogs. Tongues, everything. Well, who? So then after, after the... After sex, they say, so what are we? And Neville says, we're sort of friends and lovers. And that was the chapter oh, episode. We would have so, used that as an episode title, I bet. Sure would have. Anyway. So to now, Palm de Plume, we, we are last, sorry. What we remember last is then Harry and Neville are mid-coitus for the first time yes. on their own. They so that's why they're the referencing back to we haven't had time just together because Ginny's always getting the, it's the, getting the pleasure. Or something. Correct. So what else happened last week that we need to mention besides <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in a full-blown sweat right now. Take so, a deep, take a deep so breath. Sweaty. There was there was one favorite line that I had, which was at one point Jenny is topping Harry and he's like, Oh my God, I'm gonna come. She's like, go for it. And he's like, right here. And she's like, you're a wizard, Harry. You can clean it up with magic. <gasps> you're a wizard, Harry. Dot, so dot, dot. That's, oh, that's yeah. great. So no, that's it. Now we're back. <laughs> Guys, I... That would have been a funny episode, too. You're a wizard, Harry. Da, da, da. You can clean your cum with magic. (laughs) Basically. So the last chapter we just read, Hannah and Neville's date. Yes. And and then then, Harry and Neville hooking up. Yep. And we stopped Solo without without Ginny. Great. I think we can... Are you guys lost? I'm not. Who... Which one of us is reading tonight, guys? Danny. It's me? Yeah. You want to hear more of this? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Harry performed a cleansing charm while Neville thoroughly looped up his aching cock. Harry climbed back on the bed. <gasps> you guys, they took the elongus projectus, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's so they, why their cock is aching. They've taken the potion. Yeah, they they don't have a stopping point. Sploosh on the bed. everywhere. Yes. Oh, my God. Crime scene. Harry climbed back on the bed, sticking his glorious arse up in the air. Neville's slick hand stroked himself, ready for Harry's tightness on his cock. He only wished he hadn't spilled so much cum already, thinking he could have saved it up. <laughs> I like yep. a fine wine. I'll save it for a for a special occasion. Don't use too much. <laughs> Neville climbed up on the bed and positioned himself behind Harry's hole. He rubbed his slick head of his cock around the rim of the hole, making Harry giggle and moan. Neville gently pushed inside with some help from Harry, who groaned in pleasure as he pushed back. Once completely inside, Neville began to gently thrust in and out, enjoying the tight feel of Harry's arse and the glide of the lube. Harry was moaning and stroking his prick with great enthusiasm. Neville wanted to waste no time in coming again. If they could both do it again and again, why not get as much out of it as they could? This is like, it's like why you like can't have a bowl of candy out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, just one. No, a hundred. <laughs> you can't have a bowl of good candy out. Right. You can have what my grandparents used to have. Is like that orange and black? No, it's the unmarked orange and black candy in the wrappers. Oh, God. That, probably that feels like, like very Halloween old. only time. My grandmother used to have the, my great grandmother had gumdrops in a jar. Gumdrops are nasty. Oh, gross. Neville threat. <laughs> we hate our family. <laughs> Danny's like, Oh, I love gum Danny's like never met a candy he didn't like. He's like, sounds sounds good to me. (laughs) Neville thrust hard while, right after talking about grandparents' candy. Neville thrust hard while Harry slammed back against him. Neville felt Harry's hole clench around him, and Harry's body jerked as he moaned in orgasm. Neville immediately came in response, unable to help himself. Breathing hard, Harry turned back to look at Neville and said, Lay down on the bed, mate. I've got an idea. Oh, I can't even imagine what Harry's idea is. Neville pulled out and did as Harry asked. Harry got up and got the lubricating potion. He stuck two fingers in the jar, then slid them to his arsehole where Neville could tell he was rubbing the rim and pushing them in a little. Harry then came over and put a little bit of the lube on Neville's cock. After setting the jar aside, Harry climbed on the bed and straddled Neville's midsection. His hole positioned above Neville's cock. Harry, the, the boy who tops. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Now you see. Now you learn. <laughs> Harry then slowly pushed himself onto Neville's cock, his face looking tense but eager as he did so. Swiftly, Harry had all of Neville inside him and began to push himself on and off it, his own fat prick bouncing as he did so. <laughs> oh, God. Fat prick. S- slapping the softness of Neville's belly. No! <laughs> Little drummer boy. <laughs> Let's not get into my Christmas. Oh no! Too early. Uh oh! 
Yeah, save we know save all the bad Christmas <laughs> jokes for three months from now. <laughs> Harry's like, oh my Nagini. You know, like, he's named it, bouncing around. <laughs> he Gradually, he began to increase the speed. Harry was a strong, fit man, and he knew how to move his body and take Neville inside of him. He's like on the pummel horse. (laughs) (laughs) It's the pummel horse, but like pummeled. It's the pummeled horse. The pummeled horse. Uh, Neville realized he was grinning so much, it hurt. He couldn't help it. This was new and exciting. uh Harry's cock was slapping his stomach so hard, it hurt. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Have you ever heard of a mushroom stamp? Yes. Where you... Uh, uh, you slap the tip of your dick on someone's cheek. And leaves a mushroom stamp? Yeah. He's probably got a mushroom stamp oh on his, on his my stomach. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Allie's never heard of topping, but she's like, mushroom stamp. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, my, that's what inspired me I to give a tramp stamp. <laughs> yeah. Something about seeing it this was too much for Neville, and with the strain and rush of ecstasy, he came yet again, squealing loudly. <laughs> Merlin's prick, Neville called out as he felt his <laughs> cock pulsing inside of Harry. It really was pretty sore now, and Neville wondered if the stamina potion might wear off soon. I'm nervous for these oh, boys' God. bodies. Okay, Harry, I want you to fuck my arse now, Neville said. Harry smiled and pulled himself off Neville and went and lubed up his own cock while Neville rolled over. I love that they're just running out of ideas. So I'm they're calling like, this, oh. this whole thing the hokey pokey. Because <laughs> they're just like, turn yourself around. That's what I was about. Okay, hokey pokey. And just keep, the song keeps looping and they keep poking. I put my dick in. I put my <laughs> dick, dick out. out. You put your dick, dick in. And I pummel on your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> do the hokey pokey and you slap me in the face with your dick. <laughs> That's called a mushroom slap. We've ruined B-I-N-G-O and the Hokey Pokey. <laughs> the Hokey Poke Me. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. that's a good episode title. Mark it down. Oh, Mark wait. It. There, there is more. Oh. Harry smiled and pulled off Neville and went and lubed up his own cock while Neville rolled over. Neville grabbed headboard and stuck out his arse. Harry, will you tie me up first? Ooh. Neville asked, looking back at Harry. If you like, Harry said. Then went over and grabbed his wand from the dresser, calling out, Incarcerous! Two ropes flew out and grasped Neville's wrist to the headboard properly. It would all be in Harry's control now. Harry got back on the bed and slowly worked his way inside Neville. Harry was quite thick, so it wasn't entirely easy, even with the lube, but he managed it without hurting Neville, and once he hit that pleasurable spot inside of him, nothing else mattered. Harry thrust in and out of Neville gently and reached around and stroked his cock with his firm, smooth grip. Oh, your, your cock feels bloody amazing, Harry, Neville said. Always astounded how it felt to have Harry stretching and feeling his arse. You feel good too. So tight, Harry grunted. They're, they're like trying to be polite and like friendly to <laughs> each other. It takes a great deal of courage to bone our enemies. <laughs> An even greater deal of courage to bone our friends. Yay. Uh, yay. And in that quote, he goes, I therefore award 10 points to Mr. Neville Longbottom. <laughs> <laughs> to Neville's Longbottom. To Harry, he's getting those points. <laughs> Harry's lube-covered hand was gliding over Neville's prick rapidly as he made short, fast thrusts inside of Neville. Neville felt all tension in his body zeroing in on his prick and the pleasurable feeling of Harry's prick in his arse. Drink every time you hear a past story title. (laughs) (laughs) Pulling hard on the ropes, Neville gritted his teeth as he came again, most of it going on Harry's hand. Merlin, you're amazing, Harry, Neville said. Thanks, mate, Harry said. (laughs) He put both his hands on the small of Neville's back and fucked him hard, holding nothing back. Flesh smacking and flesh loudly as their bollocks slammed together. Mmm, fuck, Harry growled as Neville felt Harry's cock spasming inside of him again. Harry slowly fell beside him. Neville rolled over and looked at their cocks. They were both still hard. (laughs) We're a bit of a mess, Harry, Neville said. (laughs) We can have a shower if you'd like, Harry said. Neville smirked. Yeah, I think I would like, actually, Neville said, and they both got off the bed. Moments later, they were both in Harry's large walk-in shower. Oh, nice flat, Harry. Do you think that was on his uh, real estate agent's list? (laughs) Oh, this is going to be, this is his starter home. Told the property brothers. I mean, he does have like a pretty big family now (laughs) that he has to support. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get you cleaned up, shall we? Harry said, his hand soaped up. Here's the thing about a shower is that even though you're wet, it's not like a smooth, uh, like, no. Here's what I always say. Shower sex is a great way to do both poorly. You don't get clean and you don't have good sex. I think it's good sex if you're really turned on at first, but it's not something you can do long term. Like water, right. I mean, like it starts out good, but like it's sexy. But then then you're you're not slipping. Yeah, like it's the friction doesn't always work so 
I like that that is one of Lindsay's (laughs) sayings. I always always say. As you guys have heard me say a million times. (laughs) I always say. Whenever I talk about shower sex, which is all the time. I was like, Lindsay, okay, we have work to do. Can you like wrap up? What if like it was such a common thing that I'm like, as I always say, Shower sex is a great way, and, and everyone's like go, to to do, do, do both, both poorly. poorly. Like, all know. my friends are always like, "Yeah, grandma." I said, "My grandkids are going to be like, we know, Nana." <laughs> they have new technology that gets actually both done quite well. You know what I always say about kids. shower sex? <laughs> it's been great since I got that seat in there. Me, Mama. Oh God! <laughs> you know what I always say about shower sex? Somebody help me! <laughs> Get me out of here before I slip. I was stuck in there for an hour yesterday. <laughs> uh, Neville stood in front of Harry, the hot water from the shower spraying his back while Harry's soapy hands pressed the pale skin of his torso. Harry, <laughs> Harry then rubbed Neville's arms, then moved down to his legs, avoiding the lingering sore stiffness between his legs for the moment. Rub-a-dub-dub, <laughs> two men in a shower. <laughs> he gestured for Neville to turn around and grab the soap bar I'm and rubbed exhausted. it all over his back and then rubbed the soap in between his hands. Hey, drop the soap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, don't. My, Wait, don't, my dick's no, going to fall off. Okay? Do not want to drop the soap right now. <laughs> Harry, in the hospital soon. Harry massaged Neville's arse, which made Neville's cock twitch. Face me again, Harry said, and Neville complied. Harry's hands drifted to Neville's cock and balls, which he cleaned with his soap hands in a firm but not rough manner. Mm. It felt good, and Harry flashed Neville a smile, but he offered Neville no immediate sexual relief. Harry handed the bar of soap and said, my turn. Is this like the equivalent of like lactating where you have to pump because your breasts are so swollen? <laughs> They're producing and a lot of producing milk. producing so much milk. It's gotta be. <laughs> you guys, what was the, um, what was the soap in the 90s? Like Irish Springs or something? Oh, Irish Springs, And yeah. like, wasn't there a commercial that when people would shower, like yeah. they'd open it and like. like the, a whole garden would like form Ireland. around them. Yeah, like yeah. the fields of Ireland. That's, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> They're going to be in. Yeah. It's just funny that, like, they're passing a bar of soap. Like, I feel like that feels yeah. very. Yeah, it could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Harry faced the wall opposite the shower head. Standing there naked and wet and his prick still hard, married Harry looked so fucking desirable. <laughs> Neville soaped up his hands, then placed his hands on Harry's chest and rubbed. Feeling the cleanliness of, the leanness of Harry's muscles. Merlin, he was sexy. I like that Harry's so ripped in this. Yeah. Story. And I don't mean torn. I mean ripped muscles. Oh, yes. Yeah. Neville's gonna, <laughs> did, you Neville's think gonna, I, did you think I meant that? I, ne- did, I did not. Oh, good. Neville's about to be ripped in there. Both, they're both pretty ripped. Raw. Unlike Harry, <laughs> Neville wasted no time scrubbing his way down to Harry's prick. Mm. Harry let out a gasp as Neville lightly stroked his shaft with a soapy hand. Harry bucked his hips, but Neville stopped. Panning a little, Harry turned around and Neville soaped up his back as Harry had done him before. Once Neville's hand found Harry's nicely shaped and firm bun, mm. they held there, squeezing and massaging. Neville pressed into Harry's back, letting his cock slide between the top of Harry's crack, the head brushing against the small of his back. Neville began to glide his prick up and down Harry's crack, the soap making things easier. Neville then reached around and began to stroke Harry's cock while he rubbed against him. Mm, the but old reach around. <laughs> quickly, Neville began to thrust faster, feeling tension building rapidly. Suddenly, Harry groaned and Neville felt hot drops of cum hit his fingers as a wave of pleasure <laughs> arched through him. Sorry. <laughs> Quit distracting the podcast hosts, Allie. Because <laughs> Allie has not stopped for the last five minutes doing a slippery soap falling out of her hands gesture. It is the funniest. <laughs> Mime la fever. Oh my gosh. Uh, <sighs> Spilling his own hot seed down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. Wow, we're though, back. Though there wasn't much of it now. It's like... Meep. Just dust. Harry turned around and kissed <laughs> Neville hard beneath the hot water, which rinsed the soap from their bodies. You know, like a hose, you don't realize there's a bend in it, so just a little bit's coming out. It That's what's dri- left of it. Just them. drizzling. Yeah. Except their dicks are just tied in a yeah. knot. Once their bodies were clean and slick, Neville dropped to his knees, his mouth desperately taking Harry inside of it as he sucked, wanting every last drop Harry had left. Neville brought Harry to a swift climax, then pushed him against the wall, feeling as Harry clenched Neville's hair with when Neville brought him to the one final oh gosh, climax. There's they're like back to I mean these are climax on climax. Fast. Yeah, they actually probably did need a shower. They were probably just like stuck to oh each other. Oh my god, it's so sticky. It's probably so disgusting. He did a cleaning charm, remember in the very beginning? I guess. Still magic can only go up, so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever say that. <laughs> He smiled up at Harry, who was glaring at Neville with lust so intense it nearly made him come right then and there. Harry was down on his knees and taking Neville deep in his mouth, pulling on Neville's thighs, almost urging him to fuck his mouth. 
Harry's wet mouth sucked smooth, hard and deep until Neville shouted Harry's name, spelling himself into Harry for a final time, the potion finally wearing off completely. Oh, God, how you long know, has this been? It's like horcruxes. Like, you got to kill seven. <laughs> you know what? I want. I have a request for who... You have to chop the head off the snake at <laughs> the very end. Yeah. <laughs> I have a request for whoever's going to make this graphic. I want them both in the shower, but wearing goggles. Because I feel like they've had they've been under the stream and they've been doing a lot of stuff. So I feel like that'd be nice because you could still see yeah. and you'd be like... You know, he's on his knees. The water's pouring down. Goggles. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to be sexy when you yeah. have like a whole face full of yeah. water. Yeah. So they should. Do you think they'd be like cool speedo ones or like big scuba ones? Not scuba ones, like slick, like little slick ones. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe they just have like visors on. Super sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then that'd be hitting the stomach. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez, Ellie. Ellie, your so, showers have you know, goggles. <laughs> sorry if I haven't worn a visor in the shower lately. <laughs> Forgot that it worked. <laughs> Harry stood back up and kissed, and they kissed, warm water still cascading down their naked bodies. Harry pulled away and laughed. What's so funny? Neville asked with a palm affectionately in Harry's face. Nothing really. Just thought this was, well, sort of ridiculous. <laughs> Lupin comes in. Did somebody say ridiculous? <laughs> <laughs> now that the potion wore off and I'm not so randy, blimey mate, Harry said, turning off the water. I suppose it was. We humans are ridiculous things to get off, I suppose. It was fun though, right? Neville said, bloody right it was. Next time we should try it with Ginny, mm. Harry said. I don't know. We might be too much for her. And they both laughed hard. That I do <laughs> not think. Also, I feel like after all that boning, they are going to need the ridiculous charm when yeah. they see each other's agree, dicks because there's like so scared. My greatest fear would be having sex with them yeah. again. I'm glad you're with us, Neville. I know Ginny and me have been together for a while, but I hope you feel like you belong with us, Harry said. If I do, it's because you always make me feel like I do. Aww. Thank you for that, Neville said, touching Harry's face again. You're welcome, Harry said, kissing the side of Neville's neck. Ready for a cuddle? I can tell you about my plants until we fall asleep again. <laughs> until you fall asleep. <laughs> Neville's like that dude who thinks he's like sensitive because he owns a succulent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you notice my succulent on my kitchen sink? <laughs> Let me tell you about it. You pretty much have to throw it in a blender for, for you to <laughs> <Yeah>. kill it. <laughs> wow, you're so tender and emotional. You kept that dry-ass thing alive. <laughs> That sounds bloody great, Harry said, and took Neville by the hand back toward the bedroom. Deep, 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 deep. What do you suppose this is all about? Ron asked his <gasps> wife. <gasps> Heart, we get a, still. We get a Ron for the very last episode. I just got a lump in my throat. Palm to Palm <gasps> specifically said that they were really glad that we were reading this one because I'm doing this correctly this time. Great. So. What do you suppose this is all about? Ron asked his wife, Lindsay, as she pulled on her blouse, <laughs> pushing her bushy hair through as best as she could. What do you mean? Hermione responded, Aww. picking her skirt off the bed. Harry's owl seemed kind of vague, but urgent. Oh my gosh, Ron's, are they all going to have an orgy? Oh, I don't know. I just think they're probably telling them. Hi, um, Hermione, Ron, I have uh, three boyfriends, six girlfriends, and <laughs> and I bought a house. I and I still them. need your help on homework. <laughs> Harry's owl seemed kind of vague but urgent, said Ron, straightening his vest as he looked in the mirror. Now, pulling up her skirt, Hermione said, it's not the first time they've invited us over on short notice, Ron. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's been a while, hasn't it? They're always busy these days, said Ron, checking the zipper of his trousers. So are we. I'm not sure I see your point, said Hermione, sliding her feet into her shoes. <laughs> I think maybe it's something big, said Ron, putting on his shoes as well. Something like, Hermione said, sitting down while she waited for Ron to get to the point and stopped messing with his clothes. He kept checking and rechecking his zipper. Ron always seemed unusually paranoid about the possibility of his willy slipping out in an inopportune <laughs> Is moment. Is he not wearing underwear? <laughs> like, people's, people's flies down doesn't mean their dongs come tumbling there's out. A, there's a lot in between there. <laughs> Yeah. If your dick is so nimble that it can get through like, zippers. How about some checks and balances, brah? Okay. You can't just maybe, have it. Maybe his dick learned how to unzip from the inside. He can't keep all of his dick. He can't keep all of his scabbers. I picture, I picture like his balls like sliding each side out and then his penis sticking. And he's like, oh, not this Coast again. clear. Coast clear. Coast clear. We out. Ginny's pregnant. I'd bet anything on it, Ron smirked. It's been known to happen, Hermione admitted, <laughs> then added, it's common side effect of sexual intercourse. <clears throat> yeah, but unmarried? It's not right, oh, said Ron it, from Ron. the 1950s. <laughs> 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 Hermione glared at him, putting her hands on her hips and asking, what do you mean it's not right? If Harry thinks my sister is good enough to shag and get pregnant, then she's good enough to marry, isn't she? 
Ron said. Okay, I can I can get behind Ron. He just it's he's just love. defending his sister. Love he loves his sister. Hermione groaned. Not this again, she thought. Ron, Harry and Ginny are adults and are capable of making their own decisions. They don't need to be judged by you. Snaps. Woo! Yes, Hermione, but it reflects badly on my sister. You know the sorts of things people say about my family. It makes us look bad, Ron frowned. That's only because society, both wizard and muggle alike, shame women for wanting and enjoying sex. Ooh. We're only expected to have it for the pleasure of our husbands. And it's the 21st century. For Merlin's sake, we should be past this, Hermione snapped. You do have sex for my pleasure, though, Ron said. I have sex for our pleasure, Ron, mm. Hermione said. Well, yeah, that's what I meant, Ron replied nervously. I'm just saying that if he cares about how people see Ginny, then he should do the right thing and marry her. Because whether it's society or not, she's going to look bad. Ron pled. Hermione shook her head and turned away. If only she could get Ron to understand. Someday, she thought. Maybe, but not today. Let's go, Hermione said. Ron nodded and took her hand as they apparated to Harry's doorstep. Deet, deet, deet. So you're both probably wondering what we've invited you over to talk about, Harry said cautiously, Ginny feeling nervous. Yeah, like, like Ron's like, oh, even though they've been dating for a long time, she might be pregnant out of wedlock. Like, no, Ron, you about to walk into an announcement. Right. Also, I'm grossed out at myself that I suggested orgy because Ron and Ginny would never be a part of an orgy together. So they're obviously just telling them about the, yeah. their status. I sure hope. Yeah. Or maybe they're the worm tails and they just like wait outside. Ron, you, yeah, Ron, you stay outside. Hermione, come on. It's in. a Weasley-less orgy. Only yeah. one Weasley at a time. Yeah. One, you must be one Weasley to enter. <laughs> <laughs> so you're both probably wondering what we invited you over to talk about. Ron certainly has been, Hermione said with a glance at her husband. What? I'm fine. I'm relaxed, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a sip of wine Harry had provided them with, his second glass already. Are you? You don't seem very relaxed, Ginny said. I'm getting there, said Ron, taking a bigger sip. So anyhow, there's been a lot going on in our lives the last few years. For a while, we thought we could just keep it private, but after a lot of discussion, we think we might want to be more open. You're my best friend, Harry smiled at Ron and Hermione. Look, you can just say Ginny's pregnant, Ron said dismissively with a wave of his hand. Ginny scowled and felt her cheeks flush, always like her brother to be presumptuous. One thing at a time. <sighs> the first is that the two of us, um, Harry started, clearly struggling with what he had rehearsed. <laughs> Harry and I have been seeing other people in addition to each other, Ginny said flatly. You what? Ron asked, bewildered. Ginny and I have been seeing Neville. He, we, we're in love with him, Harry Aww. said with a sheepish smile. I love the this dialogue. What the hell are you talking about, Ron asked, seeming more confused and angry. I've also been involved with Luna since school, actually, Ginny admitted. <laughs> this is a lot to unpack in one, in one conversation. Ron picked up his wine glass, studying it with a perplexed look on his face. I must be very drunk, Hermione, because I think my best mate and my sister just told me they were dating other people, Ron said. Hermione sighed at Ron, then turned to Harry and Ginny to say, well, I'm very happy for you all and appreciate you being so honest with us. I love Hermione. Is it even your baby or is it Neville's? Ron asked, staring straight ahead, looking panicked. This is not the Ron I know. This is not a redemption. <laughs> Ron, we haven't even said that I'm having a ruddy baby, Ginny snapped at her brother. Aren't you? Ron asked. Ginny sighed and said, yes, I'm pregnant. What? 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 It is positive. What? Wow. Dang. See, I knew it, Ron said, standing up and pointing at his sister. Sit down, Ron, Hermione said, then reached over to hold Ginny's hand, saying, congratulations, Ginny. There's more, Harry started, and Ron laughed. <laughs> oh, God. Of course there is. Next, you'll tell me Ginny's going to give birth to the next Dark Lord, Ron said, finishing his wine glass, then grabbing the bottle to pour some more. That's not funny, Ron, Ginny growled, giving him a warning stare that he replied to with a shrug, sitting down with his third glass of wine. Ron, stop it. Stop being such an arse. Do you realize we haven't told anyone else about this stuff? We wanted this to be special, said Harry. Ron sighed, slumping over the wine glass in his hands. You're right. I'm sorry, said Ron, looking embarrassed. Apology accepted. Now, the next thing is that Ginny and I are engaged, oh. Harry grinned. Thank Merlin, Ron uttered under his breath. What Ron meant to say was congratulations, Hermione said, getting up from her chair to come over <laughs> to hug Harry and Ginny. It's a very Hermione It's thing okay. To say. I got Ron you guys. Meant to say. 
Ron set the glass down on the table and also came around, first hugging Harry and then Ginny. So are you both marrying Luna and Neville too? Ron asked. Don't be silly, Ginny said as Ron pulled away. I'll be honest, mate. I thought you were going to be way more of an arse than you were, Harry said to Ron as he went back to his seat. I mean, I don't know how he could have been more of an arse. He didn't get physical, and I appreciate oh, that. That's, oh, that's, your, the, that's your limit? That's, God. That's the, the bar uh, is so low yeah, for Ron. Say, that's the bar right now? Well, some stuff has happened with me and Hermione that's made me uh, reconsider some things. Let's say that. I am no stranger to bisexuality, <gasps> Ron admitted. But why would then he be so close-minded about, this isn't adding up. Okay, well, keep going. <laughs> I think he just wants to make sure that there's marriage. You can love who you want as long as if you're really going to love them. If there's a baby, you have to actually love them. Okay. Oh, dear. Ron's going to regret saying that later, Hermione said, patting her husband on the back. Well, good for you. How many other people are left in the class in 1998 that they haven't involved? (laughs) Big Ernie? No, he's there. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe maybe Ernie is Ron's other partner. Oh, that could be. Justin Finch-Fletchley, Blaze Abini. Yeah. We don't know. We haven't had any (laughs) Blaze Blaze Bellini. Blaze Bellini. Well, good for you. It's something that's really important to me and Jenny, Harry said. What do you think, Hermione? Should we marry someone else? Have a baby? Ron chuckled. That's a conversation that should be kept private, said Hermione, shaking her head. I feel like Ron is the what not to do and Hermione is the what to do. Mm -hmm. So I think we're learning. Okay. Which is good. You could have a wife, Hermione. I wouldn't mind, Ron declared. That's very generous of you, Hermione rolled her eyes. Mm. Jenny laughed. She thought she had better take the wine away before Ron embarrassed himself too much. How about I make us all some tea, said Ginny, grabbing the wine bottle. I'm not even drunk, Ron swore. Yes, and I'd like to keep it that way, Ginny winked, walking away. Wait, Ron said, and Ginny turned around, giving Ron a skeptical look. What is it, Ron? Ginny smirked. I just wanted to say to Harry, welcome to the family, mate. It's about damn time, Ron said, reaching over the table to hold Harry's hand, if only for a moment. Cheers, Harry replied, as Ginny beamed with pride, heading off to the kitchen. Beep, boop, boop, beep. As Hermione undressed, Ron lay on their bed, staring up at the ceiling. What's in your mind, Hermione asked, thinking as he looked thoughtfully. Just thinking. Could you do it? Ron asked. Do what? Hermione asked, removing her bra with a sigh of relief as each tit flopped out. (laughs) Be with someone else and be with me, asked Ron. Hermione laughed. Ron, have you forgotten Victor Crumb? (laughs) Oh, wait. The breadcrumb story, I love that Palm de Plume is referencing their other, so their other story. We've been like wanting to read that one forever. Easter eggs. Yeah, that so was funny. one of the stories I think that we, that we originally out to Palm de Plume. asked about. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember finding it and screaming. If you're a real connoisseur of Palm de Plume, you no. won't mess up the chapters. But if you're a little bit lower than that, you would reference <laughs> the story. That's not the same thing, is it? I mean, I like Victor a lot, and I know you do too, but Harry and Ginny and Luna and Neville, they seem really in love with them, like just as in love as you and I are. That's mad, isn't it? Ron said, Hermione sitting down on the bed next to him. I don't think so. I think it's beautiful. Anyhow, to answer your question, I don't know. I think maybe I like keeping things simple, and I like that you've grown so much, Hermione said, taking Ron's hand in hers. Oh, you noticed, did you? Ron giggled, tugging at his trousers suggestively. (laughs) (laughs) Not a dick joke, Ron. (laughs) Hermione laughed and said, you know what I mean. You're a better lover, a better partner. I kind of like that we can share with Victor and it's not a big deal with any of us. Yeah, but what about children, Hermione? Asked Ron. (laughs) Ron, going for it. Hermione shrugged. I don't know. My career at the ministry is really important to me. Maybe if things slow down, but not just yet. Maybe in another year. Just please don't pressure me, begged Hermione. Never, though I can't promise my mom won't. You know how she gets, said Ron. Yeah, Hermione replied softly. Hermione, do uh, you want to have sex? Ron asked, <laughs> his blue eyes softly so gazing up at her. Tonight, Ron. Hermione grinned and said, I'm tired. I, I can't promise I'll be energetic. <laughs> sure, but it is going to be C plus at best. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but I just make you a bowl of cereal instead of cooking you a turkey dinner? This is the worst performance she's ever had on a... <laughs> Ron rolled over and placed his hands on her thighs, gently pulling them apart. How about you just lay back and let me take care of you, asked Ron, wetting his lips suggestively. Hermione bit her lip and nodded, happily sighing as she fell back against the bed. Beep, boop, boop, beep. Ginny, ah! Harry went. (laughs) 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 Ginny, ah! (laughs) Splash! (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy, 
Skinny, ah, uh, What they said. Airy whimpered, his hand squeezing her arse hard. Ginny on top of him as they climaxed together. Ah, the girl who topped. Mm, damn, I needed that, Ginny said, breathing hard and realizing she was drenched with sweat. Yeah, me too, said Harry, his green eyes looking glazed over. Ginny shuddered again as she started to relax, laying on top of Harry. Harry's hands rubbed her back as they lay together, silent but for heavy breaths. I can't believe how well that went, Harry said suddenly. Oh, that's funny. The second I reached between your legs and gave me that look, I knew it was going to be good, Ginny snickered. (laughs) No, I mean, Ron and Hermione. No, I mean, Ron, just Ron, Harry said. Maybe he's growing up. Sounds like he and Hermione have some stuff going on too, Ginny said. I guess so, Harry replied, and Ginny gave him a soft, slow kiss. Do you suppose we'll ever be able to tell the whole family about Neville and Luna? Asked Ginny, laying her head on Harry's chest, staring off to the side. I hope so. It's hard hard to be in love and not be able to share it with the world, Harry admitted. I know how you feel. I mean, there was always rumors about me and Luna. I guess it wouldn't be too much of a shock, but no one even suspects you and Neville or knows that you both like blokes, Ginny said. Wow. Maybe I'll tell everyone at the wedding. Do a big speech, Harry joked. <laughs> no, you won't, Ginny laughed. No, I, I probably won't. If only because it... <laughs> I want no, that. no, I probably won't. No, I'm still me. No. <laughs> no, I probably won't. If only because I want that night to be about the two of us. Aww. Neville and Luna would want that too, Harry explained. Yeah, they would, Ginny said, lifting up and turning her head to Harry, saying, I really love you, Harry Potter. I love you too, Harry said, leaning up into her kiss. The, the end. end. When the story ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? Don't start us real high. Ones up or down? My wand is up. I loved, well, first of all, the sex scene up front that was really, it was like, a 30-person orgy that was played by two people. <laughs> it was like they filled all the roles, but they did it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was pretty hot. I think I would love to get more Ron Hermione interacting because I think he, I'm sure, is changed to what he may be in other stories. But still, like I would have loved to see him like go full gung-ho on supporting the love. But, you know... I think this is a real issue, I'm sure, that poly couples face is acceptance. So mm-hmm. anyway, overall, Wanda's up. This story had the most sex, most characters, mm-hmm. and the most ocular lube <laughs> yet. So yeah. thank you, Ponda Plume. My wand was also up, but I was a little nervous. My wand was also trembling because of all the sex that Harry and Neville were having. But that was awesome. The stamina potion, that would be cool. And then, you know, it goes without saying that I would love for people to see Ron, my Ronnie, as a open man. But he came around. He apologized. He's exploring his bisexuality with Victor. That was a fun surprise. But overall, just excellent stuff. Wands up. Those with the ass houses should not throw boners. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, my wand is up. Um, I had a little bit of a down moment with the whole Ron piece. It's a little sad. He just wasn't uh, as supportive as I would have liked to see him. But... They seem to think it went well, so who am I to judge? <laughs> and Ginny's pregnant. Like, and she's preggers. We think it's Harry's baby. Ginny, Ginny like it. I wanted to, Ginny's laid on top of Harry, panting, screaming as the baby crowned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Not a, the traditional on top of Harry childbirth. Not another quickie 10 scenario. Yeah, um, but yeah, wound up. Whew, Thank season you set, so much, Palm the Plume. This was as long as like summer camp is, right? To have like two months of story. It just flies by. It does, yeah. Anyway, stay tuned for the voicemails. Songs, sorry. Sometimes they're left as voicemails. Stay tuned for the songs. songs, And then check back in in a couple weeks for season eight. Grundle Dong Galore. Galore. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Hey, guys. It's Paige. So this is my song, True Light to the Tune of New Light by John Mayer from the perspective of Neville in season seven. Hope you enjoy.
the boy from Gryffindor The one that people just picked up before the war And no one talks about me and the sword And how no genie I did say save the day Oh, you never look twice at me And maybe you're straight as can be but But if you give me just one night You'll see my body might feel alright Yeah, if you give me just one night To meet you in Berlin at midnight Oh, I wanna kiss you I want my first screw I wanna know when I'm hooked in you So I can see true life Take a ride on my wooden broom See the Brandenburg game with you, just as good What would it matter if you never knew? She's screwing Luna every day, anyway Oh, we can stay right here, dear And repair our hearts together, babe And if you give just one night You'll see my tips of frosted pure white yeah, if you give me just one night To meet you in Berlin at midnight Oh, I wanna kiss you My dreams come true I wanna know the night for what's in you So I can see true light What do I do with all this magic running through my bond for you? What do I do with all this? What do I do with all this Perry Potter's on my brain tonight? What do I do with all this? What do I do with all this Emma Tinchel in my vein for you? What do I do with all this? What do I do with all this? What is that I feel? 
and moaned and I exclaimed, stay away from my back door. And you should never see it, unless you know it's real. Wide awake and I can see the couches of Pughorn. You're a little late, I have been Pughorn. It's lumpy where we used to lie Starting to regret my bite Where am I sitting on? Oh God, it's a pug horn Now I need to bathe What is that I feel? It moaned and I exclaimed Stay away from my back door And you should never see it Unless you know it's real I'm wide awake and I can see the catches of the horn And now I need to be What is that I feel? It groaned and it became A Hogwarts teacher on the floor And you're a little late I think like horn For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoderoticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.